Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Friday, December 1st, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are mixed after finishing mostly higher yesterday with the S&P 500 capping off its best monthly performance of the year. Megacap tech continues to be an area of weakness as the momentum factor reverses into underowned high beta stocks. Regional banks, capital goods, and materials are areas of relative strength. Ulta is the best performing stock in the S&P 500 after the company issued beat and raise results. Shares of Paramount are close behind on reports the company and Apple have discussed bundling their streaming services at a discount. Tech is broadly weaker on the momentum factor rotation along with underwhelming earnings prints from Dell and Marvell. Pfizer is the weakest stock in the S&P 500 after the company halted development of its GLP-1 drug, while quick service restaurants lags on concerns over food price deflation. Treasury yields are lower with curve steepening after today's ISM print. The dollar is firmer versus euro but weaker on yen cross. Gold is up nearly 1% and industrial metals rally on improved China data, while crude is little changed after a volatile session yesterday. November ISM manufacturing missed expectations with the index remaining in contraction territory at 46.7. This is the 13th straight month the headline reading has been below 50. The employment component slipped further into contraction while inventories rose and the backlog shrank. The report is broadly consistent with the recent narrative around slowing growth and inflation, although price declines slowed in the report. In a speech this morning, Fed Chair Powell said policy is now well into restrictive territory and acknowledged that progress is being made on inflation. As expected, Powell left the door open to further tightening if needed but his aggregate comments made it sound like the central bank is moving toward a more neutral policy. Expectations for a formal shift into a neutral policy at the December 13th meeting are rising, and so are market-based probabilities for rate cuts in the first half of 2024. OIS markets now reflect a 60% probability for a March rate cut. The December Fed meeting also includes a revised dot plot that's expected to move lower, but fall well short of market-based rate assumptions. China Shaixin Manufacturing PMI unexpectedly moved back into expansion, hitting its highest level since August. Recall, China's official NBS Manufacturing PMI released earlier this week missed expectations while remaining in contraction. China policy support headlines focus on reports of state institutions buying equity ETFs. Software earnings continue to come in better than expected. Shares of Elastic rally after the company delivered another strong cloud print, while comfortably clearing buy-side expectations. UiPath is an upside standout on strong ARR trends that drove sell-side upgrades. Samsara also delivered stronger ARR, with management highlighting upside to consensus fiscal 25 number. Early investing in small businesses can help exclude up to $10 million in gains from taxation. At Jackson Square Capital, 
we work to help investors take advantage of the Qualified Small Business Stock, or QSBS, exclusion. Email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com to learn more. The recent rally in equity markets in response to a peak in bond yields is normal and to be expected. Lowering the risk-free rate in a discounted cash flow valuation model always gives you a higher terminal value. The 9.6% gain in the S&P 500 during November makes more sense when you consider the 70 basis point drop in 10-year bond yields was the largest since 1985. The discounted cash flow model requires the analyst to make assumptions about the risk-free rate and future cash flows. A lower risk-free rate usually reflects slower growth in the future, which could impact your cash flow assumptions. Forward-year S&P 500 EPS estimates were largely unchanged through November, with the rally only reflecting the impact of a lower risk-free rate. Bond yields have peaked, in our opinion, but higher yields that followed outsized Treasury issuance or other lumpy macro data is still the biggest near-term threat for equity markets. The slowing growth that comes with and reduced out-year estimates is the second biggest threat. Next Friday's jobs report is the catalyst to watch. Momentum reversal at year-end is one of the most consistent patterns in equity markets. This used to occur in January as investors bought back the positions they sold for tax reasons in the prior year. The effect favors year-to-date underperformers as at the expense of year-to-date outperformers. Academic publications still refer to the pattern as the January effect, but investors got wise to the trend about 20 years ago, and it has now been pulled forward into December. The momentum reversals started earlier this week, helped by supporting growth and inflation data. Investors started rotating out of mega-cap tech on Tuesday and into areas like regional banks and office REITs. This year, almost everything should work with the exception of megacap tech. On an index level, the momentum reversal usually favors the Eurostox 50 over the S&P 500, for example. It happens every year and usually exhausts itself by the second week of January at the latest. The fact that it started earlier this year should mean that it will end earlier. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing with friends, family, business associates, or anyone who you think might benefit from listening. To learn more about how we apply these insights at Jackson Square Capital, visit us at jacksonsquarecap.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital, LLC a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.